All right, guys, welcome to the JAL show. Uh, so you got me, Jorge, and this week we have... Oh, it's me, Lynn. Yeah, Lynn Sandy. Uh, we call her Lynn on the show. Uh, that's just her alias. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, so this week we're going to do a kind of a revived show. So we've been doing the food taste test throughout summer. Uh, Vivian and I realized it's kind of tough because you guys can't really see us, but I still don't have cameras. Uh, so screw you guys. Just check out Instagram. You can see all the pictures of all the sushi we ate. But yeah, this week is sushi. Um, specifically salmon nigiri and it's uh some stores in Edmonton so one we can't get it from everywhere because that's way too much sushi for us uh two some places aren't open during the time that we're doing our show so we can only get it at certain places right uh so for salmon nigiri where can you list all the places we got Lynn what do you think oh I picked up from TNT Mount Fuji and Tokyo Express downtown yes. and I picked up from Zapone Washoku, uh, Yokozuna, uh, Mikado, and Dorinku. But Dorinku doesn't have Simon Nigiri. So it's it's going to be in their own taste test thing. Uh, also, I, I understand people. Um, Zapone and Dorinku are similar. So don't, don't hate us on that. Also, we are not sushi connoisseurs. So this is just what we feel and taste of this Simon Nigiri. Um, if there's any that you guys want us to try out next time, let us know and we might do like a part two thing where we grab like the best two from this episode and we compare it with like another group of five or something like that. Uh, but yeah, viewer discretion. I'm Lynn and I are not crazy. I mean, are you crazy about sushi? I feel like I know what good sushi. I used to work at a sushi restaurant actually. Oh, I don't right, know if you okay. knew that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Tell so us I your worked, sushi days. So before, like right before COVID, like maybe three months before I worked at a sushi restaurant for maybe like four months, like full time. Like I was making rolls. I was like waiting tables and stuff. Whoa. And then, yeah. And then the guy um, that taught me, he kind of taught me like how to make sushi, how to do rolls and how to do nigiris. And actually it was quite fun. I thought it was really fun to do. Like to work was just like, I don't know, it was like playing Cooking Mama or something. It was like really fast, like you're making rolls all day. And I feel like after working there, I'm more picky now with sushi because some places I'll go, I'm like, oh my God, what is, they didn't even, they didn't even press the rice. Like they'll just put the rice in a ball and then they'll slap the fish on it. But that's not that simple. Right. So you put yourself in a hole now because now you are a sushi connoisseur. I (laughs) am a pleb. So don't take my opinion highly. I've also never been to Japan. Oh. So I feel like that's like the the bar, you know, it's quite low because we live in Canada. Okay, the thing is, I have been to Japan. Yeah, but you did sushi there. I had sushi there, and I think the rice is better there. But like fish wise, I feel like it's not significantly different. Like fish is fish. like raw raw fish is raw fish. There's nothing. Okay, the sense. the other thing I always get flack on, and I tell people this, I was like, okay, the fresher the fish doesn't mean the better. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it, but like. When I watch videos and stuff, they age their fish a little. Like they put it in the fridge for a bit, let it like age, dry out a little, and it gets more flavor. Is that is that true from your experience? For some for some fish, yeah, but then others, fresh just means there's more like parasite. I I personally don't. I wouldn't eat something fresh out of the ocean because I feel like that's how you get sick. I see. But I know here the you're supposed to like freeze it and treat it at a certain way so you don't get sick. Yeah. Like don't obviously don't eat sashimi from superstore. Like don't eat I, raw. Right? I mean here's here's my next level logic to it. You know how you see those videos of them like having a giant piece of tuna, like a giant yeah. tuna, and they sell it for like thousands of dollars. Yeah. I was like, no way they're eating that fresh, guys. They have to cut it up. They have to put it away, exactly. and then they take it out, and then exactly. they serve you, right? 
And by the time that stuff comes to Canada as well as from Japan or from wherever, California, yeah, you know, it's going to be a few days. It's going to be sitting in a fridge for a few days. Right, right. And and I, what I've read and what I've looked up online is that they do actually prefer it to be aged a little bit instead yeah. of like, what I was mm. told is like when they take it straight from the ocean, there's not as much flavor. But when you age it, it dries a little bit more and it like, you know how like jerky is like a bit yeah. more flavorful than like raw? Yeah. And, like that's that's what happens with the fish. Interesting. Oh, or some steaks too, right? Yeah. 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 They're dry. Oh, I didn't know that. Stuff. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys right now from working in a sushi restaurant, any restaurant that tells you, especially in Edmonton, tells you their sushi is fresh, they're fucking lying. Yeah. Because 100% that's just coming out of a freezer for like, I don't know, you know how long. So right. just so you guys know, uh, no fish in Edmonton, at least Edmonton is, is fresh. Vancouver, maybe, maybe, but Edmonton for sure it's not fresh. All right. For sure. Lynn knows. Lynn knows what's up. So we're gonna get started with the first one and in, in between the sushis we'll uh we'll talk a bit more about sushi. Uh so Joyce is actually helping us out this week. She's so we bought all the sushi. She's gonna bring them out, so it's in relatively random as this is as like, you know, let's say as scientific as the JL show can get. Uh so Joyce is gonna bring the first one. And uh okay, so how do you like to eat your sushi? Um, if it's I, just a plain nigiri, salmon nigiri, yeah. um, I'll put I put like a fat chunk of wasabi oh, on yeah. the fish. Yes, and then I'll put a little bit of wasabi in the soy sauce, and then I I do it like the like the Japanese way where you put the you dip the fish in the soy sauce. Yes, like you flip the rest it down and then put it in the soy sauce, and then yes. you you eat. You take- That's exactly like me too. Uh, I do prefer that way too. I like the I like the wasabi not tainted. I actually don't really like it in the soy sauce. Like I like the chunk on the yeah. top. And then I do the whole dipping thing. Sometimes I can't get like the full fish. Like sometimes the rice gets on it, but uh, rice gets, sorry, soy sauce gets onto the rice, but it doesn't matter. So we're going to have some silence in, in between here. Um, but yeah, that was our first one. Oh, actually going back. Before we start our second one we're judging this by four factors okay the rice the salmon itself the overall combination uh of the nigiri and then we always have this random wow factor so the wow factor can be like hey the combination was nice oh hey i think i know what this place is and it you know gave me really good memories or hey this is what i remember from this nigiri or like okay this is just not just does it taste so good it just like blow blows me away that's part of the wow factor afterwards we're going to do all of this. We're going to tally it up. We'll see what salmon nigiri is the best. And this is, again, by blind test. Then we're actually going to go see what combo it came in. So a lot of these salmon nigiri comes in some like sushi combo or something like that. And then we're actually going to judge it by its value. Right. So some of these are value town. Some of these are definitely not. Um, but OK, so quality wise, what would what, how do you rate like rice and salmon and stuff like that? I mean, the rice has to be, you have to be able to taste each individual grain almost. Like, it's not, because if it's pressed too hard, you can tell it kind of becomes mush. If it's not pressed hard enough, it's kind of loosey-goosey, like, comes apart when you pick it up. Mm, yes. Then, hardness as well. Like, if it's been in the fridge for a while, or if it's old and stale, you can tell it's kind of a little bit harder. The rice, right? You yeah, can the taste rice. that almost yeah. in- instantly. Instantly, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. taste it. Yeah. And then the fish, I agree with you, like, kind of raw salmon is the same, really. Unless sometimes like the cut is different, like a different cut of salmon. I can yeah. I can sometimes I can taste. I have a funny story about that I'll share later about okay. different cut of salmon. But salmon I look for kind of just thickness almost. Yes. 
um, and marbling of it if it's um, or something. But regular salmon, yeah, like it's really thin. It's kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also think um, like there's a there's a flavor profile where it's like you don't want it too fishy, but you still want yeah. it to represent salmon. Like you know how like a it's like going bad fishy taste yeah. compared to like uh okay this is this is a pretty good fish taste. I think that's what I would do for the salmon also. Overall would just be a combination. Like so for example the one we just had, uh we'll call it sushi place number 1. It was I feel like below average. Uh taste kind of med. The rice was uh the rice wasn't good. I don't know how to explain it. It was I like the rice actually. I oh, I, really? I feel like I could taste the, the vinegar in it which really brings out the sushi rice. Right. Well, I really like that kind of flavor. I actually felt like it didn't balance well with like salt and vinegar because there should be some salt in it too, right? Salmon was a little bit thin. Yeah. Rice. I thought the rice was very good. All right, we're gonna have our second one now. Um, we're we're trying to run through these fast because we have a lot of stuff to judge. So we have seven sushis to judge, and then we're gonna judge its value. So some of them come in like sushi combos, and then we also have two press sushis to judge. So quite a bit. We're on a time crunch. I have an appointment later, so we should be good though. Um, the next one is coming up right now. Alright, what what does this look like to you, Lynn? The look okay? I mean, I know some of them have the long tail coming from the backside of the rice, if you know what I mean. I actually like those. Yeah, those... me too. Like, I kind of like it where it blankets it from the front and back. Whereas some of them, I feel like the salmon was cut too short. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't cover it well enough. So this one looks good. It has the blanket on it. Uh, looks yummy. Um, all I can really say, my non non professional judgment of this. Hundred percent like this one better already. I don't know what they did to it, but first of all, I like how long the salmon is. The rice to me is better, but I could be the pleb here. I could be the one liking TNT sushi while while Lynn here is the one who knows what the good quality one is. But I personally like this one better. Rice was definitely better. A salmon was a little thin, but I still uh it was like juicy and fatty. Overall, I think this is a pretty pretty high score for me. Uh also, Lynn, to remember one thing, I don't think you've ever been on one of these food uh food episodes, right? We always we always fuck up the very beginning we give these scores and later on we had to give scores relative to the beginning score and it's just like oh this is fucking garbage like like yeah i don't know the, the score system gets really bad so you can use as many decimal point like you can use as many digits beyond the decimal as you like uh what's what's your thoughts on this one the rice is a little bit hard mm. however the salmon's better than the first one mm, okay and a bit more but you gotta speak more into the mic. Um, a little bit more salmon flavor. The rice a little bit hard. Um, overall, slightly better than the first one. However, okay. I pref- I really like that s- vinegary sushi rice oh. flavor. So that the first one trumps maybe like by point five or something. Real? Oh, I feel like we're at odds with that. Then I feel like I do like that vinegary flavor, but I feel like it has to be balanced with enough salt. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't know. We'll try the next one now. Um, this is gonna be the third one. We're always almost midway there. Okay, what's your uh, what's your thought to like wasabi? Have you ever had like actual fresh had wasabi? It? Yeah, so so in um, there's this place in Vancouver called Hello Nori. 
Okay. I actually went with, with Viv last time she was in Vancouver. Okay. And they actually grinded their own wasabi oh. in front of us and everything. And then, so the sushi there is mid, but the wasabi was really good. Dude, like, it's night and day, right? Between yeah. the green shit we get and the yeah. actual wasabi, the flavor is so much different. Like, I, I feel like the actual wasabi has less, uh, less, like, hit to your nose. Yeah, because horseradish is the thing that yeah, makes it yeah, really and, spicy, right? Yeah, and it has more of a like a more subtle, but you still get that wasa- wasabi flavor. You can uh, so sorry, we're having some uh, mic. You can just take that off if it's not working for you. All right, we're trying our next one. Um, this kind of sucked because I just dipped it and it broke apart. So that's already uh, shit for me. So, I think viewers know I'm very, very picky with my rice. I think this one, the rice was a little... A little too wet. A little bit. Um, but... On. You know what I mean? Like, it's too... Uh, it's not wet. grainy enough as sushi rice should be. When they pressed it a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit watery. Yeah. Like, it's... Almost like you... So when you press sushi, your hands should be wet, but yeah. this guy didn't. Like he just washes hands and then, and then. Right. Although the other thing is, a lot of places now they use like machines to press sushi, oh. so it's faster. That those ones are also a little bit too hard sometimes because the pressure it's like a little bit too much. I see. So pressure too much when you use machine compared to uh, that. It's very wet. Yeah, like the rice was way too wet here. So you're saying it could be they just pressed it too hard or they fucked up when they made it. Um, almost feels like too much water when you're making the rice right. and then all at the same time pressed a bit too hard okay how about the, the salmon I actually didn't mind the salmon it was okay I thought it was, it was good yeah the, the salmon was, was pretty good, good. Um, within but I think it's good alright uh, I thought the sushi itself was pretty big it's a pretty big nigiri compared to most of them oh we forgot to mention a ratio oh I mean you can put that as part of your wow factor or overall too right Eat more rice and fish. Yes, but the fish was actually not too bad. I actually didn't mind it. I feel like there's something about it. If they do it right, they could actually cheap out, give you less fish, more rice, but it still tastes okay. Yeah. Like if the fish is, I don't know, something with the fish or something about making the rice lighter or something, it'll actually work out. All right, going into number four now. Um, we're zooming through this, guys. We're zooming through it so we can talk more rather than uh, eat. Um, I'm going to have to get more wasabi soon because I'm running out already. Uh, yeah, I also find that horseradish. The other thing about wasabi, so like I've had wasabi, legit wasabi in Japan. Uh, when I was having this um tempura yaki or uh, tempura soba like soba noodle meal in this small shop, and there's actually a YouTube video about that shop. Uh, at the time there wasn't. It was just a random place my friend found. He's like, oh, it's close to where we live. Let's try it out. And that was like that blown that blown me away. That that. Wasabi experience, I was like, okay, this is completely different. Not not even remotely the same. Um, but I do find this horseradish wasabi, like, it, I don't know, like, it comes in tubes or something. It's just really weird. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Dol- dissolves really fast, but yeah. On rice, awful. Yeah. Like, soft and hard at the same time. It's soft, hard, and it doesn't taste right. Oh, like you know when you cook rice and at the bottom it's kind of burned that's what it tastes like <clears throat> the proportions are stupid there's way more rice than um, uh, salmon 
Um, this is probably the worst one. Like, I thought the first one wasn't too good, but this one is actually way worse. Like, this is... Ugh. If we had this first, every other one would be, like, stellar numbers. Because this was so bad. Um, It was... First of all, the rice-to-salmon ratio was, like, 80% rice. Or maybe even a bit more than 80% rice. And then the rest is... um. The, the rest is uh salmon. Oh, this one's really cute. This um, next one is really nicely yes. made. So we're on number five now. But that last one was garbage, guys. If you guys remember that, number four was garbage. As well, presentation. It's yes. nicely pressed. This, this one's cute looking. It, it doesn't look morphed. It's um the sushi, the salmon blanket I'm talking about is perfect on both sides. So it's like really nice and even. Uh, and it just looks cute. Looks like a cute little sushi. Let's dig in. So, straight off the bat, I'm going to say overall, this is pretty high. The salmon to rice ratio was really good. There was, like, a nice amount of salmon. It was, like, 60-40 rice to salmon. Which was, like, in that bite, which was really nice. Um, I think this one is probably my favorite so far. The salmon was really good. It was, like, good marbling. Uh yeah, overall I probably like this number five so far. Uh, it was really like nicely presented, and it was good. Like that rice balance. Like I feel like now mm. that we've tasted a couple of these, like you can tell this exactly what rice. a good. So wait, when you worked at that sushi restaurant, you just eat sushi yeah. every day. Hell yeah, <laughs> every day I was, and you just make as long as you make it yourself. Like not... they don't care. I mean, I was, like, nice about it. I only made, like, three, four, like, maki rolls. I wouldn't make, like, really expensive stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. make sashimi. Like, yeah. my go-to was, like, um, negatoro maki, salmon maki, avocado maki. That was my lunch. Three oh, maki rolls. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. To order to go on, on a day off or something, they get 20% off or something like that. And I still yeah. go to order now and then. I don't work there anymore. Yeah. And they still, like, still give me a discount. Oh, so nice. Wait, uh, why did you leave? Just because you moved COVID, there. COVID. Oh, COVID, they shut yeah, down. Yeah, COVID so. shut down so that I couldn't work there anymore. Yeah. All right, this one looks uh thin. It looks thinner, but maybe that's the proper way. Maybe like us Canadian, we've been eating it or having the wrong size. Dude, like sashimi in Japan, if you've do you have sashimi when you're in Japan? Yes. It's super thin, it's... small portions, right? But here it's Actually, like mega thick slices. I think it's shorter, but it's thicker. If that makes sense. So it's not as long as these ones. Like this this nigiri looks fine. It's just really long. At least compared to the rest of them. But maybe this is the proper one, right? Oh, that's good. I like the... The fish was weird. So, it wasn't um, nicely marbled when you look at it. But when you bite it, it's actually really good. Actually, this is probably my favorite in terms of fish. I think rice, it's, it's alright. I mean... I'd say it's average at best. And um it looked weird, that's all, right? It just looked really long. But it was it was not bad. I, I actually enjoyed that one. It's 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 definitely up there. It's probably like top three so far. I, I know my bottom three and my top three. And this last one coming out, we'll see what's what, right? We'll see what's up with these uh sushis. So I feel like you working at a sushi restaurant, one is great for this podcast, but two, like that must have been sick. I'd, I'd be fat, I think, from eating all that rice. Sushi is not that bad for you, though. 
dude, sushi rice is so good. Like if if it's made properly, yeah, I would eat sushi rice all the time. Like I think I said before, I'm a big connoisseur with rice, and like I know the difference between um well cooked like a properly cooked rice yeah and like i know my rice like basmati is different from yeah. like oh, the yeah. japanese is different from the korean rice and i think japanese rice i, I went to a rice museum oh, in, that's so uh, cool. in, in japan and the more they shave off the outside the husk of it the less fibers in the rice but the more sugar is in it japanese rice is very plump that means it only takes the core of that rice grain and it's like the best part but not health-wise like health-wise is not oh, the best part but flavor wise is the best part. My brown rice is good for you because they don't shave off the outside. Yeah, they, they don't shave off as much of the outside, so there's more fiber. So then you, uh, yeah, get the shits more. I oh, mean, I want to say this this next one, the last one, it's the most aesthetically pleasing. It looks like the most. It looks like a keychain. Mm, the most keychains you get at Daiso. That's what it looks like, or okay. like an anime, the anime sushi. Okay, I actually think the other cute one looked better, but this one oh, yeah, looks yeah. the most like typical. Like if you think about. A sushi. This is probably the one you'll you'll see. Like, or this is the one that will come to mind. Uh, and you guys can check out our uh, Instagram for all the pictures of all the stuff we ordered. Um, and yeah, gonna be labeled like one to seven on the. No, no, it'll be labeled with the actual place, like where 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 we ordered it from. Dude, we should like tag the sushi places, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, these guys are promoting us." Little do they know, we could be shit talking them right now. I like the fish in this one. I like the fish. Fuck, I like the rice too. Freaking. I like this, one, one. this one's pretty good. Fuck. Man, it's so hard now. This whole is so hard to draw. I feel like three of them were really shit. And the other four were actually uh pretty good tier. Okay, so we're gonna pause real quick. We're gonna sum up our scores and then we'll do a quick comparison and see. Uh so hold up one second. Alright guys, so we just uh, tallied up our scores. <laughs> So, again, this is blind for myself and Lynn. Joyce has actually been tasting this in the background. Uh, so she has making her own score. Uh, we'll weigh that a little bit less just because she knows which one's which. Like, we want this as blind and as scientific as possible. Uh, so, so far, what was your top three? Uh, just the numbers right now. Seven. Okay. Five. Okay. And one and two tied. One, okay. Okay. So I'm actually the same for top two. So seven okay. and five was my top two. And then two and six tied for me. Like six, then, six was fourth for me. Okay, and what was the last place for you? Four. Four also, okay. okay. Absolutely awful. I didn't even finish it. The rice is still on the yeah, plate. Yeah, yeah, I see it right now. Okay, so uh, Joyce is going to come in right now, and she's going to tell us exactly which one's which, all right? So starting from one, Joyce, which one was it? Oh, dude, I have, so she said oh, I, have I, have expensive, expensive. I have expensive taste, apparently, as per Joyce. All right, what's number one? Yokozuna was the first one we ordered. Okay. Or the first one we tried. Washoku. A three? ENT. Okay. Tokyo Express. Okay, so I knew it. If, if, if everyone's keeping track right now, number four was our worst, and that's Tokyo Express. I, already, I knew before I even picked it up. I looked at the menu, I'm like, this is going to be the worst one. <laughs> Mount Fuji was number five? Wow. Okay. Number six. So number six was Japanese. Okay. And Mikado mm. was our first place. Okay. Yes. I mean, Mikado's not as expensive as, like, Japanese, right? So, that's pretty good. 
Yeah. So based on my experience of yeah. Sushi Unlimited, I thought number one was Mikado. Oh, yeah. Based on memory, like what yeah. it tastes which like. Is, which it is, as per Salmon Nigiri, it is right now. Yeah. For both of us, Mikado's top tier. No, I mean, number one, like the, oh, the Nigiri oh, we oh, ate, I thought it was Mikado from memory. Because I used to eat it all the time. Because there's one across of McEwen. Yeah. Every like other day we go like lunch bento, like so cheap back then, like 14 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's probably why you tasted it. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I was wrong. I thought you were clearly wrong. One. But the first place was Mikado, which is pretty good. Uh, second place being Mount Fuji surprised me. I thought Mount Fuji was going to have trash tier sushi, similar to TNT and Tokyo Express, because it's not really known for their sushi. They're most like a teppanyaki, like, like you know, the, it's like an Edo place. Yeah. Sorry, not to be. Oh, have you been there? There's lots of sushi. More sushi on the menu than there is like hot food. Uh, okay. So I actually worked that one, but uh, oh, I see. In downtown, my my aunt actually okay. owns that one. So, and that one's mostly just like fried, like you know, like eat 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 like oh, an Edo style. Stuff Maybe it's different because downtown. Maybe, but this one was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, this oh, one was good. surprisingly delicious. Um, so that was both our first. Number one, Mikado. Number two was uh Mount Fuji. Then my third place was Washoku tied with Yapane. How about you? What was yours? Yours was? Third place was Yokozuna and Washoku. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so when I ordered, Washoku was actually surprising. So when I went there, they opened at 11. There was no one there. Um, and I, I went in, I ordered, and within five minutes, they, it was done. I was like, damn, these guys are fast. I- I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing when it takes that long to make your sushi. But I feel like, to be honest, for them to make like two, like it was th- fast. Yeah, yeah, like three three nigiri in one roll, it shouldn't take that yeah. long. Um, also, from my today's ordering experience, uh, Zabane was the worst. I fucking hated them. So I went in, I ordered. I was the first one there, and I ordered instantly. And I sat for 25 minutes oh, no. waiting for two salmon nigiri and one order of pressed sushi. Is it busy in there? I was the first one there. So, like, they were doing my order first. Um, do, they, do, do you get there right when they open? Yes. Wait, so sometimes if the fish is not defrosted in time, then that's also why you're waiting. It, but it doesn't, like, okay, this might be mean and rude, but it doesn't matter. Like, you're yeah. open at a specific time. Yeah, that's you true. should be ready at yeah, that time. Yeah, that's why it's asked, time. because yeah. why is your fish still frozen yeah. at opening time, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this is your job to make sure you're ready. Like, like minus w- one for that. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it just, it made me a little, uh, like, like because it's tied now, I would rather go to Washoku yeah. than, than there, purely based on flavor. Um... What else did you have experience? Like, the other experience, like, for Dorinku, they were super fast. I'm not sure about uh, Yokozuna and Mikado Joyce. Was that good? Okay, so, yeah, Joyce is saying Yokozuna only took five minutes, which is what I expect um, for sushi. Like, we're not asking you to, like, grill us, you know, something ASAP, right, or something like that, or even deep frying, right? Um. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, how about you with the other ones you ordered from? Um, Tokyo Express was a bit long. Maybe ten minutes. I sat there. Okay. Mount Fuji, I ordered in advance, and then TNT, you just walk in and you grab. Yeah, it, yeah. Right? T- TNT selection was quite. I mean, I think they just opened at that time, and there's lots of there's so many platters and stuff. Yeah. So TNT is, um, for me, third last, which isn't bad out of seven, and considering what you get for it is actually not too bad. I thought. I think TNT for me personally is bang for your buck. You need a quick meal. It's it's not inedible. Yeah. And it's like 
you just want, don't want to spend you know 30 bucks a Mikado, you want to have something quick, you go to TNT, go buy your groceries, eat at home type of thing. Right. And TNT for me is also like nostalgic because that's all my mom would get us when we were younger because she like, we don't have no time to go to a restaurant. You buy your groceries, you buy sushi, you go home and eat it. It's the, right? like the discount sushi platter. Like, yeah. you know how they put the orange yeah. sticker oh, yeah, price oh, yeah. to clear you go all, all an hour time. before and you pay like $4 less. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Okay. So the next thing we're going to try real quick before we jump back onto, actually, no, no, let's, let's, let's stay on this one. We're, we're going to pause here. We're going to actually look at all the prices. So we have the receipt under every single one of these and we'll see what the price is and what the combo comes with. Um, and then we can make a judgment call on what we think is value wise. All right. So we're just going to pause this real quick. All right, guys, talking about value town, TNT came in at the cheapest. It came with, uh, a couple more nigiris and a couple of the hosamaki. Is that what you call it? And uh, a couple rolls. It's actually really good. It was ten bucks. Uh, that's number one on my list for Value Town. Um, and the next one, I think for me, the highest value was Washoku. Uh, for me, that was like it came nineteen dollars for this combo, and they actually had really big pieces. Like everything of theirs was pretty big. Uh, so that was really nice. Uh, and then tied for third for me is Mikado and Yokozuna. So those was pretty good uh mount fuji was only slightly lower because they were similar pricing um but so tokyo express for me was just garbage it was like not the cheapest and probably the worst sushi and then zapone was the most expensive and it didn't really come with too much uh but we do have to try their press sushi coming up soon uh what's what's your thoughts on this lynn so i put five for mount fuji actually for value because i feel like it's fast and cheap mm, and the speed oh, the and it tastes good okay so you know i'm a working woman i don't have time to sit mm. in a restaurant I see, I see i don't have time to wait 20 minutes fair enough and even if you don't call ahead i don't think it, i guess i actually ate there a few days with my mom yeah as it doesn't take that long yeah like i don't got time to wait a japanese for t- 25 minutes yeah dude that was fucking right? annoying so i'm kind of like um Kind of more for like the f- speed element, convenience, so, convenience. practicality. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Mount Fuji and TNT actually was my my top for value because okay. it's just so cheap, and you know, inflation shit's expensive. That's true. I need the cheapest for value. Yeah, like I'm not gonna spend twenty bucks. I, I do admit, right? after this podcast, I will probably go get Mount Fuji sushi more. Like I actually used to think they were like lower tier because I've only experienced like fast food sushi at like Tokyo Express and stuff. But after this podcast, I have changed my mind on that for sure. I feel like the quantity is a lot more from our Fuji for what you got. And with Shoku as well, like those pieces of avocado was really big. Yeah. But for me, yeah. Speed, I feel like, is a very important um, thing to me. So TNT, yeah. my Fuji for number one. Then uh, Makado with Shoku, Yokozuna. It's about the, they're about the same. Yeah. They're yeah, nothing. Yeah. Very nothing, similar value wise. Like there's nothing crazy about it. And if it's busy, and you know, those restaurants get busy. Yeah. You're not going to be waiting like half an hour for your order type of thing yeah yeah right i think flavor and value wise those three are actually very similar with with i think mikado edging out the other yeah. two a bit um but if you talk about value no i do agree on the mount fuji side yeah for mikado we were shoku and yokozuna i feel like when i lived here it's more like where you are in the city and what you're going to eat yeah it's more like you sit in a restaurant yes go to but I don't know. I, I very rarely eat in a restaurant nowadays. You know, I'm always working. I'm always going volleyball or doing something. I don't have time to go to a restaurant. Yeah. So I value the time more. Time, like time for quality ratio, I feel. Yes. Okay, yes. That that I do think Mount Fuji will be pretty high up on there. And then Tokyo Express, zero. 
because it was eighteen dollars. It was pretty expensive. Or yeah, for like was it two nigiris? And they don't give you a full roll. It's only four pieces of an eight piece roll and yeah. three pieces of a six piece maki for eighteen bucks. Yeah, super and it tastes like shit. I couldn't like eat it. Lynn is it. furious about Tokyo Express. I don't blame her, but also I kind of don't blame Tokyo Express because. I personally don't go there for sushi. I go yeah. there for their like, yeah. like curry katsu and stuff like that. Like that's that's why I go there. Yeah, yeah. I never go there for their sushi. Well, I'm sure they have other stuff that yeah. is good for the speed. Yeah, but the nigiri is not. Yeah, sushi wise garbage. Yeah. Okay, so before we keep going, we're gonna try these two press sushi. Um, this isn't really blind anymore because it's just from Dorinku or 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 Zapone. and and I already know which one's which, uh, just because I was the one that ordered these. Um, so I already saw it. Uh, one of them has a jalapeno one. Do you know what? I mean, can you? Did you see or can you Think guess? Japanese one. No, it's the other way around. But yeah, we're gonna try these press sushi now. Um, actually, a little history on that. So press sushi was. Oh okay. The press sushi is actually the OG sushi. So they actually used to make sushi like this in a pressed form. Um, and then I think four hundred years ago. Uh, there's this one guy. Uh, I should search this up before. Oh, I did, but I don't have his name. Um, but he opened a stall between two temples and he wanted something quick for people, right? Uh, so quick to eat, uh, pretty much super fast. So instead of pressing it, he just made a nigiri instead. And that was about 400 years ago. And that's where the whole nigiri started. But that, the OG was pressed sushi. And that's when they use like fermented and all this other stuff. And it, apparently it took longer to make. Um, but this one was like a quicker snack. And... Actually, the original nigiri sushi was twice the size of the current ones um, because it was kind of like a full meal thing for people. Like, they would eat one and just go kind of thing. Uh, so that was the history to it, uh, but which actually surprised me a lot too because it's only 400 years. So if you think about it like this, okay, let's just, let's just be a little racist here. Japanese people live quite a long time. 400 years means that's only about four to five generations of people making sushi. It's actually not that much history to sushi. Like, compared to a lot of other foods, there's not a lot of history to this. Let's just chewing her food, so that's why she's not hungry right now. But yeah, there's there hasn't been a lot of, like, history to it. And the whole, like, them living a long time, I also have a theory to that. Complete tangent to sushi. This is completely racist, okay? Uh, or not completely, but it's kind of racist. So I believe um, crazy, but like smart people. So very smart people. I think they can understand um, fear and they can understand like things like that a lot easier. So like they understand gore. So it doesn't like, um, it pretty much doesn't scare them as much. Like if you understand your fear, then you, you don't really fear anymore. I feel like smart people understand that more. And I think the Japanese people at a young age eat more fish than other population. Um, so then they understand more, like their brains are just bigger because they intake more healthy fat at a younger age. And then that's also why they do a lot of fucked up shit in Japan. Um, like some like tentacles and stuff like that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love it, but that's why it's a little bit more fucked up. But also I feel like that's why they live longer too, is because they have a good initial start. Like they eat a lot of fermented food and a lot of like healthy fats when they're really young. And I feel like that's why... There's more centarians there. There's more people that live to 100 in Japan than elsewhere because of those initial reasons. But it's also they're a little fucked up because of all that stuff. Like some of the scariest movies are from Japan, I think. Like they know how to fuck your brain. I, I don't know how to comment on this. I'm just nodding. I mean, <laughs> do you agree or disagree? I have no opinion on what you're saying. She's trying not I truly to be. have no opinion on what you're saying. She's trying to be... um. 
impartial. When you said fucked up stuff, I was thinking of like, was it seppuku when they like kill themselves for honor to have the enemy not kill them? Like that's pretty scary. No, I think that's normal. You don't think like a normal average person's not gonna be able to do that? No, these samurais are um, trained to do that. Like Spartans, you know, you come back with your shield or on it, so it means you either win it or you die coming back. Like we don't like, you know what I mean? Like it's it's either you win the war for us or just die. Like there's no point, right? Or like die trying at least kind of thing. So I feel like honor is a very big thing, especially back in the day. It's like I agree. Death is you know very analogous. Right, that's why all the like. There's the other theory. It's called the beta theory. Actually, I don't know what the theory is called, but it's, they're saying that our civilization today are all the betas because betas don't take these stupid risks and do these stupid things, so they don't die off and they keep reproducing because they don't keep dying off. That's one of like Funny. the theories of what what is. But it, it's true though. Like I feel like people who are more alpha take more risk and are willing to do these like honor and pride and ego things. Whereas, like, I feel like people that are a bit more beta, they're willing to take more calculated risk and yeah. calculated things, right? So, yeah, that's just my thoughts on that. Anyways, that was a tangent to the sushi thing. Uh, we just tried to press sushi. Um, I don't know. Like, I know which one's that Zapane and which one's Dorinku. I think I like the Zapane one more. Yeah. I like this one as well. There's more of, like, the seared flavor. Yes. This one was all sauce. Yes. But I also don't know because we're eating it as takeout. That's like, true. Because, like, usually pressed and seared sushi you want to eat it fresh um i think there's a big difference there so i can't completely judge on that part flavor profile wise this one was better yeah zapane was definitely better um had the jalapeno ads yes but yeah this left this one was all sauce i feel less no salmon all sauce or thin salmon all mayo okay actually you could taste the salmon you could taste the seared you could taste the sauce nice right Okay, so before we get into sushi stories, what's your evaluation, Lynn? So you've lived in Vancouver how long now? Three, four years? Yes. So she's had some years of experience in Vancouver, and now she's come back to do the sushi test so she can compare the two. Uh, what's your opinion now between Edmonton? Like, if, if guys, so this is an if. If Mikado was actually the, the top tier, um, what's your opinion on it? And I know, guys, it may not be. So if you guys think there's a better place, send it, put it in the comments below, and we can judge that next time. So I feel like um, Vancouver naturally is going to be cheaper because the fish is right there. You have less costs of um, shipped here, being frozen, and being whatever processed. Um, I feel like for Edmonton, it's, it's quite good. Like, I would be satisfied if I, like, if I still lived here, I would be satisfied with this selection. Well, except for Tokyo Express. <laughs> with, this, with this selection, I would be like, you know, I'm coming sushi. I'm yeah. going to go to X place. And it would be still, like, bang for buck. Like, it's not like you're spending, selling your kidney to eat a piece of sushi, right? Versus Vancouver, it might be, like, a little bit cheaper. But I feel like they're, the quantity, or sorry, the quality is, like, similar. Similar? Okay. I mean, there's shitty places in Vancouver too, right? Like I'm saying that, like, a- like average, average here and average in Vancouver, I feel like is oh, probably the same, I roughly. See. They probably is... have a bigger top than we do. Yeah, like the top and bottom, I feel like might be more extreme. Like, um, the top sushi in Vancouver, I can think of it as probably Miku. Yeah, is like the first thing that comes to my head, which is like a, it's like a, 
fine dining sushi restaurant, right? I think Viv showed me the menu there, and it wasn't that crazy, I thought. I mean, I've or been to, mean- uh, what's that place in LA? Fuck. forget the name. It was... Uh, Nobu? Yes, I've been to Nobu, and that was ridiculous, but... But, uh, but when I saw the mi- but I saw the Miku menu, I was like, this isn't too bad actually. Like So the menu itself is quite nice and their presentation is nice and you know their fish is fresh and they have like um Hokkaido sea urchin and they have random stuff that other restaurants probably wouldn't have because uh, higher tier restaurant almost. But um I feel like you can't because we don't have that kind of restaurant in Edmonton, you can't really compare it. Because like Mikado and Miku is not the same kind of restaurant. True, hey. true. I mean, like, yeah. I guess people would argue like Zappone would be like that for us, but even then, I think it's probably not as good. Yeah, like Edmonton sushi, I feel like some places are also expensive for absolutely no reason. Like that Japanese was like, I don't think it was that. Yeah. Like I've had Miku and I've had Japanese, and I yeah. feel like that's not the same level. Yeah. Because Miku actually is like quite nice presentation. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit nicer. Um, I feel like, but there is also sh- like shit sushi in Vancouver. Like, there's places where the rice tastes like hard, and sometimes it's just like a bad day or I don't know what. But I feel like average is the same, and then the cap is like different in Vancouver and here. Okay, I so two things I want to talk about. That. One value wise, I find that Vancouver is significantly better because I feel like you get bigger pieces. You yeah. just get like huge pieces yeah. in comparison here. Like, here, it feels like they're starving to give you some, but there, they're like, oh, no, fuck it. We're going to give you a big chunk. They're, they're like, no, 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 we'll just give you a thin slice here. But then that goes, that coincides with the, the ease of the resources, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Versus yeah, here, but, we're obviously landlocked. But one thing I do find is that it's, uh, it's misleading. So, like, if you sit at a restaurant in Vancouver and you get, like, a $10 order, you end up paying thirteen dollars. There's almost thirty percent. So there's fifteen percent say for uh for tips and another fifteen percent for tax, right? That's like extra thirty percent already added, right? Whereas here, if we were to do that, we maybe add maybe twenty percent, right? Fifteen percent tips, five percent tax. I think you charge PST for in restaurants. Yeah, um, good, isn't it? I have no idea. It's groceries and food is. You no fucking PST. live there. You should know. I just pay the pay the people. Yeah, but like that was the biggest thing I found when I went to Toronto and Vancouver this last year. It's like you, it looks cheaper. Like yeah. on face value, it's cheaper. And then when you pay, you're like, what the hell? Like yeah. my thirty dollar meal became like Bucks, forty dollars. Yeah. I was like, what, what? What just happened here? Right? Like here, when you get a thirty dollar meal, you usually pay thirty five, right, with tips and stuff like that. There, it's like forty bucks, and it just like gets larger and larger. Right? It's just like ridiculous. So I think there is uh, it. Like, so value for sure. For sure, they give you huge pieces in Vancouver. But I also think that sometimes there's a misconception of value in terms of, like, the taxes there. I feel like it happens in the States, too. Like, when we were in L.A. and, like, Hawaii, like, it feels cheaper. But also, if you convert back to Canadian, you're like, oh, I'm getting fucked here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, So, any uh, crazy sushi stories you have? Yeah, I have. Um, I think about this all the time. So, like I said, I work in a sushi restaurant. I know the cuts of fish. I can tell... So if you, um, those of you don't know, don't know, sashimi and nigiri, the piece of the salmon you're actually eating is actually quite different. Mm. One is, so sashimi is kind of like the breast, like a chicken breast. Like it's the like it's the thickest part of the fish where the heart is and where... It's like, it's more dense there? Yeah, it's like a thicker cut of tuna, or sorry, salmon, versus nigiri is almost like, so imagine like a fish, the tail end is a bit smaller because the tail is thinner. Yeah. And yeah. then the main body is thicker, right? When you're cutting, when you're 
um, filleting a salmon, imagine you cut you cut the head off, you yeah. cut you slice it in half. Yeah. Thickest part, inner to the spine, is where the uh, sashimi is cut because it's the thickest part. It's the most dense, most marbled, muscly part, right? That's right. what you're eating. So imagine like a chicken breast, right? Then the edges and the tail part is where you're gonna make your makis, where you're gonna do your um, nigiri. So it's, you cut a bit thinner. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't. I can just tell that even even when you cut it, it's different than obviously sashimi is like imagine like a cube, like thick. Nigiri is a thin slice. Right, right. So I went to this restaurant in Vancouver called um, Sushi Garden. Have you been there? Oh yes, yes, so I've been there. I was with my friends, like we were just eating, and then I were I always get the tuna salmon sashimi because I love sashimi. Yeah. And then the plate comes out, I'm like, this looks weird. So like the salmon sashimi is so super thin and yeah. almost and like not like it just doesn't look right. Right, right. And then I was like, that's weird. And then I could tell immediately that it was like the tail part of the fish, and I was like. What I'm like, so I sat there for like a good five minutes. I was like, do I say something? Because we're at Sushi Garden, first of all. I don't want to be that person. Be like, um, excuse me, like this is the wrong cut of fish because yeah. you're at like a three star yeah, value yeah, sushi yeah. restaurant. But at the same time, it's the principle. I'm not. Why am I paying eighteen dollars for salmon sashimi? That's not actually salmon sashimi. Yeah, like you're willing to pay that much if it's exactly. Legit thing. So I was kind of like, and also my friends, and I was like, do I really want to be this person? And I was just like. At the end, I was like, okay, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to eat it. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But then I, the right thing to do would have been to say something because yeah. you're literally, literally scamming me and they think I don't know. Yeah. But I know exactly what they're doing. But I didn't want to make a scene. I don't want to be like that person. You don't want to be like, yeah, this doesn't look right. But yeah. yeah. Like, what's, so, what's, what's your credentials? Yeah, exactly. Like? So if I was a Miku and paying 40 bucks for sashimi, then maybe I would say something. But at yeah. Sushi Garden, it's 18 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to suck it up. Like, I'm gonna swallow my pride and just eat it. <laughs> oh, rip! <laughs> like, what would you do? Like, what, what would you do in that situation? Um, first of all, I wouldn't know. That's let's say you. Thing. Let's say if you knew, if you had to make that choice, would you be that person or would you just let it go? <sighs> Fuck! I feel like, I feel like normally I wouldn't say shit, but I feel like this has happened a bit more to me lately, where like. Like the restaurant people fuck up, and I'm just like, nah, like I can't deal with this. So then I actually speak up more. More recently, yeah. I've spoken up a lot more because, like, so this happened really recently where uh, Joyce and I went out to eat at One Pasture, one of our favorite food place, right? And I order, I always get the food to eat large with satay soup. And the lady comes out and she gives it to me, and I was like, this is not it. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, this is the food satay, not the food to eat large yeah. with satay soup. And she's like, no, this is the right order. I was like, okay. And then she gave the other bowl to someone else. And then the guy started eating it. And then I was like, no, 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 this isn't right. So I called the lady over. I was like, this is definitely not what I ordered. And then the lady who actually took my order and not the person giving to me, like said, oh, we actually swapped the two by accident, right? And then they're like, she was about to just swap it back. And I'm like, the guy's like, no, 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 I ate all of that. You got to give us new bowls. Like, you can't give us, you can't do that, right? And then, yeah, it, it, like, became kind of a big deal. But I'm like, dude, like, I even warned her. I told her in advance. I was like, this doesn't look right. Like, I come here all the time. This doesn't look right. And then she still said, no, it's my artist. I was like, fuck. Okay, well, you're going to want to, you're the one that has to deal with the consequences now. But, yeah, that shit kind of pees me. And I feel like just, like, those random things just keep happening more recently. And yeah. it's just, uh, like, back then, I'd just be like, okay, I'll just eat my fucking foot. But now I'm just like, like I, I ordered something. I kind of want it. Yeah. Right? Like, I paid money for it. I want exactly what I ordered. 
to me it depends on what it is if it's not like for me pho is like whatever else i'm just gonna eat yeah. it if it's something like very uniquely different like if i if you like if you ordered um uh bumble way and you got pho that that's like two completely different yeah and you're really craving it then yeah i would say something but it really depends on what it is i think yeah it's very like sometimes i just like i don't, I don't really care or like if i Maybe if I specially came to that restaurant, like I drove yeah. like an hour to eat there and then they fucked up, then I, maybe I say something. Oh, so the thing for me is like, I don't go and eat a lot. Like I only go and eat once or twice a week. So yeah, like literally that's the max I would eat out or I just don't even eat out for like a whole month. Like eat out as in like go out and like sit down at a restaurant. Most of the time I get some takeout and even then that's only once or twice again, right? So I don't actually go a lot. So for me, it's like, it's just odd. It's like for me, I want a decent experience if I'm gonna pay that much, yeah, right? I agree. So I don't know. Like that's that's what's been happening to me a bit more. Do you think yeah. it's because of like staff shortage or um like reason or I don't think there's a like I mean you can't explain stupidity, so I don't know. Like it's just it is what it is, right? Karma for you for not caring, giving a fuck. Maybe, maybe that's the karma. But I mean, yeah, I don't know, like I I try to help them. I warn them and yeah. shit, but whatever. It is what it is, kind of thing. Yeah, I have no idea the exact reason. May, may, maybe I care a bit more now about my, my food. So, yeah, but back then, I was just like, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Um, But, yeah. No, anyways, also, when you're talking about Sushi Garden, my, I think I've only been there once. And my experience was, me and my friends, I got so high when I went there. And I ate, and everything tasted really good. But I wasn't sure if it was because I was high or if it was actually really good. But what I do remember is that like, the salmon sashimi cuts were really big. Uh, and I was surprised when I saw the bill after. I was like, what? Cheap. That much for so like cheap. what it is? And then more recently when I went to uh, Vancouver in, I forget, it was in June of last year? Oh, yeah, this oh, year. Oh, dim sum that, that time, right? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, this was a different time for my uh, our service's bachelor party. And we had this sushi place just... You know where the TNT is in downtown or close to Chinatown? Yes. Just downstairs, there, there's just a, a, a sushi place. We were, like, living upstairs of there. And we just got it. I was just like, it is whatever. And it was very similar to Sushi Garden. It was, like, super cheap and really big cuts and thick cuts of sashimi. I was like, dude, this is fucking amazing. I was like, damn. This is a value town for sure. So that's why my like impression of Vancouver sushi is it's better because I feel like this is like an average tier place and compared to average tier place in Edmonton, it might be better. But also, um, my impression of Calgary sushi is actually really good because I actually only ever go there for all you can eat. I think, I forget what the place was. There's two of them I go to. Uh, I forget one of the name, but I remember like we got, like obviously it's all you can eat, you can order whatever, but the sashimi cuts were so thick. Yeah. For those all-you-can-eat places, I was so happy about that because I was—I always feel gypped when I go here in Edmonton because one, they have a limit here for most places, and two, they give you small cuts and there's a limit, right? Whereas like in Calgary, it's unlimited. You can order as much as you want, and they give you like legit size cuts. And I feel like when they do that, like it just makes more sense. You just literally order less because you're just having real sashimi now, right? So I don't know. That's my impression of, of Calgary sushi, also. So Calgary, um, the last time I went was I'm even the same place. Maybe you went all you can eat. It's um, I forget what's called, but we went into Chasing. I guess we all like there's like twelve of us yeah. like at this restaurant. I forget what it's called now, but it's um. I also forget. Wait, let me check. If you see if you search it, I might be able to uh, recognize. Um, Viv would know. We can ask Viv when she's back. Is it Nami? No, was it Nami that I went to? It was somewhere on the. West side. 
that we went to. Anyways, this place was quite. I remember it being quite good. I don't remember. I don't remember eating sashimi though, because I think we were there for lunchtime. Right. Um, I thought it was good. Like it was a good bang for your buck. Like it was. Oh, sushi thing, ichiban was where I went last time. It was really good. I mean, the ratings don't really re- reflect it, but it was. I was. It was one of my favorite places. And then Fusion Sushi is the other place I've been. Ooh, before. that's the one. That was pretty good. That's you, the one you, we went. You get the iPad and stuff. And yes, 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 yes. They're yes. so much better than here. I feel like everything there, like, it's more technologically advanced. Like, they yeah. have the iPads and shit. It's so much easier to order. You can tell exactly if they're missing something. Or, like, you know how back in the day you get all you can eat here? Paper and pencil. And you're like, did I order this? I'm not sure. Or, like, did I order that many of this and shit? And it's always confusion. And they always have the, you know, if you order too much, you don't finish it, you have to pay bullshit. So I was like, with this, you see exactly what you ordered. Yeah. You see exactly if it came or not, too. Yeah. It's like perfect. I um, actually don't like all you can eat that much anymore Same. because I feel like it just ruins it for you. You're like so full. It feels like if it feels like you're chasing something. When you eat all you can eat, you're like chasing that value. Like, so for example, if I went out to all you can eat, I would want to like, okay, what's my value worth? Okay, I'm going to eat all of this other stuff. Just to get my value, like my money's worth, right? When I'm there. But like, for example, at work, if we went, I think recently for the Christmas party, we went to Yang, Yang Ming Buffet. And I did not eat all I could eat because it's like, okay, my company's paying for it. I'm going to eat the stuff I specifically like. And sometimes the stuff you specifically like may not be the highest value. Like, like French fries are delicious regardless. And they're obviously not high on the value train, right? But it's just like, you just like it. You just enjoy it, right? So when uh, my parents go to Vegas a lot, so when we were, uh, we all go together. We my dad's favorite is like Bellagio, all you can eat like buffet at the Bellagio. This is a quality buffet. Like they have like seafood and they have sushi and lobster tails and shit. And he would get so mad at us because my sister and I would just like go ham on like pesto mashed potatoes and like like random shit that he's like, why are you guys, why am I paying such money for you guys like, fucking like mashed potatoes? And now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, like I should have went ham on the crab. Oh, the claws king crabs and, and shit like that. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Good old Vegas buffets, right? Like, I think that's what we did too. I think when we went to Vegas last time with my friends, we got the pass where it's like, was it 24 hours of buffet? Eating? Yeah. So like, you can go in and out as many times you want, but you have 24 hours. So from the time you get it to the time you stop eating, it has to be like within that 24 hours. And I just feel like it's not worth it at all well, because- because you'll eat one really big meal and you literally can't eat for the rest of the day. And you might eat like a small meal the next day, but you're still traumatized from the first day that you don't eat as much. Uh, that's from my experience on those all-you-can-eat. I think in general, all-you-can-eat for me is not that worth anymore. Like I feel like when I was younger, I ate more and stuff. But now it's more like I care about the quality more. Like I would pay the same amount. So like I would pay the $40 for all-you-can-eat to go to a sit-down restaurant to get better quality food and yep. not be as full. Depends on the thing and the time. Like sometimes hot pot, I want you can eat. Yeah. Different day or sometimes sushi, I'll feel it, but I don't particularly go out of my way to get it now. Yeah, it's definitely like a feel thing. It's like if I just played volleyball for three, four hours or something like that. Or the biggest thing for me is coming back from a ski trip. Mm. Like the the night back from a ski yeah. trip, you want like a huge meal because you literally expended all your energy there. Uh, but yeah, very specific occasions you would want all you can eat. But I don't think for me it's worth it anymore. I'm not sure like if I were to go to Asia, it's if it's even worth it anymore. I feel like the food there's already so cheap. Like, what's the point? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on all you can eat. Also, it's just I don't know. Once upon a time ago, it was really good. Yeah. But now it's like eh. Actually, the only all you can eat I'll go out of my way to eat is this aburi. So this it's uh, in Toronto. 
It's, do, do you remember the name? Yeah, or? it's Kaka. K-A-K-A. Toronto. By Nathan Phillips Square. It's like five minutes walk from there. Kaka, Toronto. Yeah, all, all you can eat. eat. All you can eat. Uh, sushi, press sushi. Um, <sighs> sashimi, no limit. It's quite expensive. It's like 45 bucks a person. That's not bad. But like unlimited sashimi and aburi. Yeah. Unlimited um, all this stuff. The rolls are so good. And they aburi have Aburi nigiri, unlimited. Damn. Oh, you, it's so fire. Aburi oshi. Wait, yeah. what's, uh, what's oshi? What oshi is the square one. The pressed one. Oh. Yeah. And then the normal is like, Okay, the long one. I see. Dude, this was a good tataki. Their tataki so good. It's like... um. Almost like a carpaccio at the same time. So it's like a salmon. The salmon tzatziki is like in a mango ponzu sauce. And there's toppings. Oh my god. Dude. Okay. This is where the shit's at, man. Toronto's actually where the shit's at. Because I don't know if you heard this in previous podcasts. But Giyubi in Toronto. My favorite Japanese uh, barbecue place. It's about 50 bucks a person. Like with tax and everything and tips. It's about like $50. But it's so worth it. It's like the best service in the world like literally you finish a plate and there's already a guy next to you grabbing it and then you get like they don't cheap out on you you say you want something they'll get you as many of that as you want like you know how some sushi place here they like you know give you smaller cuts or like they wait longer to take your order so you like sit there a bit longer because you only have like a 90 minute time limit right but Gubi was one of the places where it's like no they want you to eat as much as you can possibly eat and it's completely worth the price you're paying fuck man Toronto's where it's at god damn it <laughs> I would go Gubi like once every two months if it was here. But I feel like when you live in a bigger city, maybe your um like your your the the quality of the food is a bit better. So like your standards might be a bit higher. Like your palate might be a bit different. Uh, I also feel like that's maybe a good thing for us for me living in living in Edmonton right now is that the food quality here I think is pretty bad. So when I go anywhere else, it's amazing. Right, but if I lived in like you know some French city with amazing food all the time, then I'd feel like food's kind of average everywhere else, right? And it won't be as fun. Like I feel like a lot of Edmontonians when they travel, they travel for the food because oh. the food here isn't that great. But if, but if you lived in like a nicer city like L.A. or New York or stuff like that, then it's like yeah, you tr- like you know everyone still kind of travels to eat, but maybe that's not on the top of your list now. Maybe it's more of like yeah, other stuff. Fuck, we're just trashing on Edmonton and the food scene here. I mean, I always find the food scene kind of average here, but... um, For someone that doesn't live here anymore, pho for sure is better here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donaire for sure is better yes, here. Yes, that, that, that is hands down the two things I've always said, is that all the pho I've tried everywhere else, it's definitely better here, and it's actually comparable to Vietnam. Like, yeah. like people can shit on me for that, but I've been to Vietnam two or three years ago, right, right before COVID, and I can say it's very comparable. I think the meat is actually better here than in Vietnam. Uh, just like the quality and the amount of meat they give you. Um, and definitely like any like Muslim food. Like a lot mm. of the Turkaz and shawarma and doner stuff here is fucking bomb. It's like, I don't know. They, they're like, there's so many of them here, which is great because they make amazing food. But I also feel like if I were to move somewhere else, I need that like ratio. Like I need enough of those Asians to make me that good food. Because if I live somewhere where it's like 2% Asian, like that city only has 2% of its population Asian, it's probably really shit Asian food. That's my thoughts to it, at least. My one other thing that I have to, have to, have to eat when I'm home is banh mi. But specifically at that place on Chinatown in the corner across from Fahua. Oh. They have like, they have like legit head cheese, 
pate's fucking fire homemade and they have like the layer of butter on it right right in vancouver like the ones the bottomies is more like the deli style oh, or okay. the, the was it vietnamese sausage yeah like that but they don't have like the head cheese what i love yeah, yeah, yeah. i love that yeah. people think it's gross but i i love no, it no. so good I, I think it's pretty good uh the only thing i can say about that is that the difference in Vietnam is like the bread is so fresh there. Oh yeah, like that makes a yeah. huge difference. But actually, the meat and stuff I think is very comparable. Like the pate and the and the whatever buttery thing they put on there, very very comparable. But the bread there is like no other. Like in Vietnam, the bread there is insane. Yeah, because there used to be a French colony, right? Yeah, yeah. And their bread is actually so insane. Like you mm. you could easily just eat a whole loaf by yourself anywhere there. It's pretty fucking Thanks. good. Yeah. But anyways, going back to sushi. Um. I don't know. I feel like that's the only other sushi experience I have. Uh, have you had conveyor belt sushi before? In Asia, like long time ago. Oh yeah, young when I was like very young. Yeah, I, I like the novelty of it. Yes, I think the one place we always go to, uh, in Japan, I forget the name, but I, like if I search up, I'll probably find out. But it's the one where you get the plates, and afterwards you put the plates into a thing. Like oh, and that uh, counts it for you, right? Yeah, it counts yeah, it for yeah. you, and then every I think five plates, get you, a prize? you get a you get the gacha for a yeah, prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so we always go there, but I always find conveyor belt sushi like it is what it is. It's kind of average. Like don't 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 try to spend so much money on there. I would actually rather have like a small meal at Seven Eleven and then go to conveyor belt sushi and just eat the stuff I really like. I think that's probably smart. Um, it's just like if it comes in a conveyor belt, there's no. I feel like the novelty. Yeah, like the quality's not gonna be there. Oh, I do know one thing is like when I was at a different conveyor belt sushi once, where there was actually a chef. Like yes, the chef is sitting in the middle and the things going around him. I fucking mistaken the matcha powder or the green tea powder for wasabi, and I actually poured it into my soy sauce. It was so embarrassing. Uh, but that's what they have there a lot in in Japan. They have a lot of like matcha powder next to like a hot water tap, right, right where you sit, and you just put some in, and then you put some hot water in, and you just mix it. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was that was my I guess coolish experience. The one in Calgary that's like a train. And the train, it's not comparable, but it's, it's like you order and then the train comes to your table and then you take it off. Yeah, I have no idea. I've probably never been there. But yeah, that's, I don't know. I think you're right. It's more of a novelty thing. It's fun. For the gram, you know? Yeah. For those Instagrammers out there. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like, it's kind of cool seeing you stack it up. Like seeing you stack up how many plates. But it's kind of sad because then you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to cost me a lot of monies now. Because I feel like you could, like, it's actually not that cheap. Well, at least when I went in Japan, like it's, I think for the amount I eat, it's more expensive than just going to a place to get sushi. Uh, like, cause I could just go to a place and get like a whole like tray type of thing, and it's probably a lot cheaper than there. Also, you're Canadian. Japanese people don't eat way any as cl- close to as much as us. Oh, true, dude. It's for them. That's probably good. yeah. Like meal size yeah. in Asia is like I I always order two of whatever, right? Yeah. Just cause I know I can eat way more than they do. Oh, you're just bigger. Like, I don't know how it is nowadays, but I remember back when I was in Hong Kong, I just took up more of the sidewalk. Like, me just walking down the side, I just took up more space. And I'm not saying I'm big or anything. It's just like, I feel like being Canadian, I don't know, it's either in the milk or something, we just grow bigger, wider, I guess, a lot wider. I wouldn't say taller because they do have quite a bit of tall people, but you just get wider and stuff. I think heavier boned is what Dude, my mom says. Did I, did I tell you? Uh, I think I said this in the podcast before, but when we were in Japan, me and my two other friends, we went to our Airbnb and we went to the elevator. There's three of us. And the elevator says capacity is eight people. We went in and we we're like already like 
sardines oh, in there. No. We're like, oh fuck, we're definitely a little big here, guys. <laughs> like just three of us in the elevator, we're like, this elevator is full already. And then oh, we looked no. at the capacity as like eight people. We're like, fuck. Like eight people, all hundred pounds. Like, uh, do, you know, do you remember the weight? I think it was eight people, all of them being one hundred fifty pounds, though. So it's not bad, but like I just felt like okay, this is not gonna fit more people. Yeah, interesting. Where where, where was that? It was in Osaka. Oh, Osaka. yeah, it was just one of our Airbnb. There's an elevator, so yeah. I think that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I feel. But I always feel like yeah, we definitely. I feel like we definitely eat more here, but I don't know. Like it's just me watching videos too, though. Like me, like I like watching like Japan life videos or any other like Asia life videos. And it just feels like they don't eat as much, but it could be different. Like my mindset could be different because, like, I, I, I'm the type that eat likes to eat like one or two big meals a day, whereas like other people might like to eat like every two hours. And it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, they can eat the same amount of food, but it's just they like it in smaller chunks. Yeah, which is which is why all you can eat could be good for me. Like, if I eat all you can eat for lunch, it's usually really good value because I won't eat the rest of the day. Like, I'll be way too full. Um, but usually for dinner, it sucks because you're like starving yourself. And you go there, you're like, fuck. You're actually not supposed to starve yourself before all you can eat. Yeah, you 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 don't want your stomach to get like. You have a little snack, a little chip. Yeah, 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 something like that. That that's what I heard of too. P- people who try to, I mean, I feel like unless you're a competitive eater, you're not gonna get more value than what you pay for. If that makes sense. Like those guys eat a stupid amount, but like yeah. Matt Stoney, I always watch Matt Stoney stuff. Do you ever do that? Like try competitive it. eating. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, I, a dog or something. I wouldn't, but I felt like if I was introduced to it a lot younger, I may have tried it. You think you could you could be able to do it now? Y- no. Just now. finish like I don't know, twenty hot dogs. Uh I feel like if I was introduced to this at a younger age, I'd actually be able to train and do it. Like like a legit thing. Um but I wasn't. Like I, I like no one thinks about being a competitive eater as yeah. a kid, so it's like nothing. But I feel like I can eat a stupid amount of food and I feel like I can like it's weird because I can. I think one of the ways they train is by drinking a lot of water. It's just like a yeah. cheap way of training to expand your stomach. And I do that a lot. Like I drink like almost two liters at a time if I wanted to. Um, so I feel like I have the potential of doing it. But I feel like now I'm like, I'd rather just enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, like I feel enjoy like. Enjoy your food. Right? Like I feel like at the end of every competition, those guys must be suffering. Like they have to be suffering at some point. Because if they're not suffering, they didn't actually go to their limit. Right, and if they didn't go to their limit, then they're not actually competing, right? So these guys who are doing competitive eating must be suffering, right? And it's like I don't know, like the other thing I I talked about in the other podcast is like I hate puking, so that'd be uh, one of the downside of me trying competitive eating, is that I'm sure there's been more than one time where the competitive eater failed and they'd have to you know yak that shit out. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I another life, another time, I may have done it, and I think I'd be uh, decent at it. Actually, I don't know. My my yeah. next my next potential career goal is to eat specifically fancy food in a stupid amount. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah. That that'd be pretty fun. I mean, it sucked because if you eat something like like broccoli or something, I apparently they train a lot with broccoli. But I like they must be shitting like crazy after. Like that's just pure fiber right there, right? I mean, that's what I think at least. Anyways, let's go back to the whole sushi thing. We'll finish it off. So, again, we went back. Mikado was our favorite. Second to Mount Fuji. I think it's it's it's, it's important to know that those two are on top because 
one, it's always nice to know who's the best, in our opinion, in terms of blind taste test, and that's Mikado. And then the surprising part, having Mount Fuji right under it. The rest is kind of like, okay, you kind of expect them to be where they're at. And then at the very end being Tokyo Express, which is, again, kind of what you expect it to be. My favorite sushi restaurant in Edmonton of all time, actually, is the Katatomo. And oh, they're not open until 5. Yeah, okay. But I feel like... But I, they're, they're izakaya, right? So they're more like street food type of thing. Their nigiri, their menu trumps, in my opinion, my humble opinion, trumps every restaurant on our list. It trumps a lot of the places I've eaten in Vancouver. Oh, really? In my opinion. I haven't been there a long time. I actually had, I always make sure to go there when I'm here. Their menu is just, some of the sushi, like it's ridiculous. Like what do you mean? Wait, here, I'll just search it up. Search this shit up. Izakaya, Izakaya, Tomo. Izakaya Tomo dinner menu. Alright. Like, what do you mean ridiculous? Like, go to, first of all, the beach attacky, amazing. Okay. Super cheap, $12. So if you go to the Mackey section. Mackey. I think I passed it. Hosomaki? Yeah. Or Tomo Original Rolls? I mean, some of these rolls look pretty good. Dinomite? Prawn tempura? Shimi? Sushi? We ain't debated here. Tomo Original? Where's that? Regular rolls. Okay. Spicy tuna, chop chop. Oh, I do like chop chop. But it was um. Alright, then you're a liar. Let it be known you're a liar. It was a. Uh, it was like a seventeen dollar maki. And what was in it? Ahi. Oh, I feel fatty. Like, don't you get ahi for the lean meat? Like I don't know. It was, yeah, I don't know. It was red, but it's like it was, it was like that. Oh, that does look good. It was like, it's like pinkish. It's almost like brains, yeah. but like more appetizing than what I just said. Maybe they don't have it for to go or something. Maybe this is too oh, maybe uh, I'll just go here one day with Joyce or something. Gluten-free menu? Disgusting. You don't like gluten? Why the fuck are you here? Like um, it's like a fatty tuna yeah. inside this maki roll with a little bit of um, daikon and then the shiso leaf. Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, so it was like butter in your mouth. Isn't there so not a good. not a lot of seating? Like I think I feel no, like it's not been... bad. It's quite spacious for a rush for izakaya. Oh, okay, okay. Carbonara udon, the other one, Uncom- incomparable. You can't okay. get it anywhere. I've now found it in Vancouver. Have you had the Doriku carbonara udon? No, I have not. Actually, actually, I I don't know which is better. I just I just I I've had that one before and it was pretty good. Damn. Okay, that's pretty cool. Aki. Okay, guys, so other than uh, Mikado being the best here, I guess Lynn's suggesting to try out Izakaya Tomo next time. That's my personal, humble opinion. Even better than Vancouver shit. A lot of the stuff they don't... I mean, like, the the sashimi, the maki is a bit average, obviously, but the things that stand out for me, bizutaki, carbonara udon, and some of their, like, that, that tuna, fatty tuna roll, incomparable. You can't get it. I have not found those things in Vancouver. And bizutaki in Vancouver does not taste good. I've had it a few times. I think, no one does it well. I think beef outside of uh, yeah, Alberta I agree. is kind of off for us. I think we're spoiled here with really good beef. Like any beef outside of here is just not that great. I agree. Like here, I can have a big chunk of beef, but anywhere else, it feels like the 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 the, 
the flavor starts degrading yeah. over time the more of the beef i have there so there's one they, they do have beef tataki or they call it beef carpaccio at miku okay. it's kind of like the thinly sliced beef sirloin or whatever yeah with the ponzu there's a lot of um, bean or what is those microgreens on it and it has like cheese on it oh okay it's weird but it's so good too i mean you put all the it's just like saying you put gold on like gold not gold it's like it's like saying you put like good stuff already on good stuff like yeah it's all it's kind of yeah. it's like oh yeah and then we wrapped it in bacon yeah obviously it's yeah. gonna taste good right? but you never thought to put cheese with ponzu sauce that's kind of a weird combo uh, it's, it's quite good it's i like do cheese like cheese petals i do like both so i i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if i did like that hmm. but anyways this is a nice surprise maybe i'll go izakaya tomo next time but definitely i did know mikado was always pretty good uh, yeah. i usually like to go there for lunch yeah because it's cheaper um, I can't believe the lunch bento used to be fourteen dollars when I was yeah. in university for like sashimi, yeah, sushi with uh, okay chicken teriyaki. This might sound sexist, but it's different though. You're a girl, like that actually fills you up. Like for me, I I have to get that and then go to Wendy's after some shit. That's fucked up. I mean, for me, like, for me, in my it fits my diet. Yes, yes. It fits it perfectly for, too, like yeah. value wise and like quality. It like fits it perfectly. Although nowadays, I probably wouldn't. I usually get bento with no rice. Oh really? I just get the protein like by itself. Oh, extra salad. But with fucking this. Japanese rice, so good. Oh, well, I can't. But, even, I can't eat that much rice anymore. Yeah, 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 I hear you. I hear you. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, to let you guys know, Mikado was our top. Mount Fuji, very close second, and last place. Don't go here for sushi, Tokyo Express, but go there for their curry katsus. They're very, very good. Um, but yeah, I'm very surprised. I will go Mount Fuji more now for sushi. Um, considering value wise and convenience and shit, uh, so that's pretty good. Any last thoughts on sushi from you? No, nothing to add. If you have any other places, like obviously, I haven't again, I haven't lived here for a few years. So if there's new places up and coming or something like that, let us know, and then maybe we'll go. I'll I'll visit it next time here, or I, give us a shout out if you work there, own it, you know. I think one place I did see on that same note that wasn't open while we're doing this was Munga Sashimi. Ooh. It looks fancy as fuck. Um, so I'm not sure. But the ratings are really good. 4.7, some reviews. That's not too bad. You should have got... You should have ordered from our friend that does Aburi. I don't know. I'm not going to name them. Oh, okay. You can tell me after. I have no idea. But then we have a friend that does like... It's uh, their side business at home. Oh, okay. You, don't, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. Um, I tried to order from them actually when I was here, but they they said they're not doing the orders. Oh, okay, I was okay. really wanting to try because I've seen a lot of photos. It looks so bomb. It looks so good. It's probably gonna be good. It's probably gonna be good. And they don't have overhead, so it's probably gonna be like value town and delicious. Oh, yeah. oh that's good. If you're listening. Hook us up next time. We will eat it on the podcast. Give you a shout out. Okay, if it is who I think it is, they're probably listening, and they're probably like, "Oh, these people have trash taste. <laughs> they probably have all this fucking thoughts on this shit." You know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah, I fuck you too. <laughs> but yes, we do want your sushi. Want your sushi. Um, but anyways, so this is gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna do more of this food stuff because I know the whole like not having video kind of matters. Uh, I'll see. Uh, we'll figure something out. Really like it. Comment as well. Yes, please so like comment. It. So the reason why Lynn got to do this is because she commented on one yeah. of the videos where I specifically said comment and we'll do a food with you, and you know that's kind of what we did here. Uh, but. Hey, if you guys don't comment, I don't mind not doing it just because, you know, it's just money on my pocket. But yeah, it was really fun. I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to eat the rest of the sushi with uh, with Lynn and Joyce here. So it'll be good. So uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yep. Thanks, guys. Hey, Have a good day. See, turn on the notification button. Turn on the notification. That's what? right. 
turn on the notification button. Turn on the notification button for more amazing content. Yes, awesome. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in to the JAL Show. Uh, JAL Show Part 2. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.